I'm Stuart Mater, Customer Advocate and Chief Customer Experience Officer at New Jersey Transit, and this is the January 2020 Operations and Customer Service Report with trends, analysis, and insight for November and December 2019. Rail on-time performance was 89.2% in November 2019, a decrease of 1.9 percentage points versus October. On-time performance in December was 91.3%, an increase of 2.1 percentage points versus November, and a year-over-year -year increase of 1.3 percentage points versus 2018. Significant contributing factors to delays and cancellations included a pedestrian fatality on December 5th, a switch failure near the Portal Bridge on December 9th, Portal Bridge failure, weather-related delays, and signal failure resulting from a snow and ice storm on December 17th, and signal failure and weather-related delays on December 19th. Year-to-date, cancellations are down 35% for 2019 versus 2018. <coughs> New York Penn Station trains reported overall on-time performance of 86.9% in November, a 2.3 percentage point decrease from October, and 90% in December a 3.1 percentage point increase versus November, and a year-over-year -year increase of one-tenth of a percentage point versus December 2018. Hoboken Terminal Trains reported an overall on-time performance of 88.1% in November, a 2.1 percentage point decrease from October, and 90.3% in December, a 2.3 percentage point increase versus November, and a year-over-year -year increase of seven-tenths of a percentage point versus December 2018. System-wide trains reported decreases in on-time performance for November versus October, and subsequent improvement in on-time performance for both peak and off-peak services from November to December. Year-over-year, system-wide on-time performance increased for peak and off-peak services and decreased slightly for weekend services from December 2018 to December 2019. Rail equipment reliability, measured as overall mean distance between failures, improved to 81,181 miles in November versus 79,134 miles in October, and improved further to 83,301 miles in December. These are the fifth and sixth consecutive months of improvement, as well as a year-over-year -year improvement versus 69,908 miles in November 2018 and 67,997 miles in December 2018. That represents a 22% improvement in rail reliability in December 2019 versus 2018. Bus on-time performance was 91.8% in November, a decrease of seven-tenths of a percentage point versus October. The 12-month rolling average for bus on-time performance was up by 2.1 percentage points year-over-year -year to 92.2%. On-time performance was 89.4% in December, and the 12-month rolling average was up 1.8 percentage points year-over-year -year to 92.2%. Significant contributing factors to trip delays in the northern and central divisions included a motor vehicle accident in the inbound bus lane on November 1st, disabled vehicles in the Lincoln Tunnel on November 4th, December 9th, 10th, and 12th, heavy traffic on November 4th and 8th and December 12th, early leave and pre-Thanksgiving holiday traffic on November 27th, a motor vehicle accident with fuel spill on Fort Route 495 West by Route 3 in Secaucus on December 10th, and emergency ice removal on the Route 495 bridge on December 18th all impacting Port Authority bus terminal service. Numerous police escorts in December for dignitaries attending holiday events in New York also impacted the Lincoln Tunnel and Port Authority bus terminal service during rush hours. Newark Penn Station bus service was delayed by police activity that closed the roadway on November 1st, which caused heavy traffic congestion along detour routes. Emergency construction at Penn Station caused delays across multiple lines on November 19th, 
and a motor vehicle collision on November 21st closed multiple lanes with heavy traffic congestion along detour routes. On November 27th, multiple accidents delayed service and caused significant congestion along detour routes. The majority of customer feedback centered on trip delays and customer bypasses resulting from significant holiday travel in both November and December, including notable increases in night and weekend travel on routes including the 159, 126, and 139. Despite this increased travel, there were notable decreases in feedback related to delays on the 126 and 139 from November to December, nearly 50% for the 139 and over 80% for the 126. In response to feedback on overcrowding on the 1, we have added additional trips that began operating as of January. Vehicle interior condition feedback centered on the 113 and 114, which currently use cruiser buses that are some of the oldest in our fleet, and these lines are on pace to see new buses as we take deliveries throughout this year. Employee performance feedback in the northern, central, and southern divisions was investigated and the appropriate corrective actions taken, including regional supervisors monitoring routes and issues addressed with operators. We're pleased to report improvement in on-time performance for all five major terminals in November. We're also pleased to report that for the ninth month, Hoboken Terminal's year-over-year on-time performance went up significantly by 5.3 percentage points from 90.2% to 95.5%. Port Authority Bus Terminal's performance increased as well, from 86.8 to 87.4% of buses departing on time in November. Walter Rand Transportation Center increased from 91.5% to 94.1%, and North Penn Station on-time performance improved from 95.5% to 96.8%. In December, Hoboken Terminal's year-over-year on-time performance went up significantly for the 10th month by 5.2 percentage points, from 90.4% to 95.6%. Port Authority Bus Terminal's performance decreased slightly from 84.2% to 82.2%, and Walter Rand Transportation Center's performance decreased slightly from 94.2% to 93.8%. North Penn Station on-time performance improved from 95.6% to 96.5%, and Atlantic City on-time performance held steady at 98.9% of buses departing on time. Bus equipment reliability, measured as overall miles between in-service delays, increased to 12,239 miles in November versus 11,075 miles in October 2019, and decreased to 10,995 miles in December. Year-over-year, year, MDBF decreased versus 12,184 miles in November 2018 and 12,885 miles in December 2018. An additional 183 new cruiser buses are being delivered this year, along with 110 new articulated buses, the first of which was delivered in December 2019. These new vehicles are expected to help improve equipment reliability on the bus side. Light rail overall on-time performance was 97.9% in November 2019, a 1.6 percentage point year-over-year -year increase exceeding our 97.3% goal. The 12-month rolling average on-time performance for all three light rail lines in November increased by one-tenth of a percentage point year-over-year -year to 96.69%. Overall on-time performance was 97.7% in December 2019, a 1.9 percentage point year-over-year -year increase, and exceeding our 97.3% goal. The 12-month rolling average on-time performance for all three light rail lines in December increased by 0.35 percentage points year-over-year -year to 96.85%. Hudson Bergen light rail on-time performance increased to 97.6% in November and held steady at 97.6% in December. 
Norquite rail on time performance decreased slightly to 98.9% in November and increased to 99% in December. Riverline on time performance held steady at 97.2% in November and decreased slightly to 96.4% in December. The following were significant contributing factors to trip delays. On HPLR, contributing factors included heavy traffic affecting Westside Avenue branch shuttle buses on November 6th, 14th, and 21st, apparent child separation on November 6th, a car blocking the tracks on November 6th, and two cars blocking tracks on December 4th, door issues, police activity, and a switch issue on November 13th, and police activity in response to a major incident December 10th near Danforth Avenue Station in Jersey City that required suspension of light rail service between 8th Street and Liberty State Park, as well as suspension of Westside Avenue Branch shuttle bus service. A pedestrian strike on December 12th, brake fault on December 16th, and a pedestrian fatality on December 24th also impacted on-time performance. On the Norquite Rail, multiple trains were affected by a car making contact with a light rail vehicle on November 11th, fire department activity on November 21st, a smoke condition at North Penn Station on December 5th, and icy conditions on December 17th. On the River Line, multiple trains were impacted by a motor vehicle blocking the tracks on November 10th, a track maintenance vehicle making contact with a motor vehicle and police activity on November 22nd, a medical emergency November 26th, disabled trains on December 2nd and 5th, switch problems on December 8th, a light rail vehicle making contact with a car on December 9th, and door issues on December 18th. Light rail equipment reliability, measured as mean distance between failure, continues to remain relatively static for Nork Light Rail and Riverline when compared to the previous month. Hudson Bergen Light Rail equipment reliability continued to increase for the seventh and eighth consecutive months from 23,575 miles in October to 25,670 miles in November and 26,461 miles in December. Nork Light Rail equipment reliability increased for the second and third consecutive months in November and December. On HPLR, we upgraded the inverter, part of the propulsion system, which has resulted in a 45% increase in reliability from December 2018 to December 2019. On the Norclight Rail, we're looking into doing this as well, since both systems use the same vehicles, which are approximately the same age. Access link on-time performance was 90.2% for November 2019 and 89.2% .2 in December, exceeding the statewide goal of 87.6% in both months. The statewide goal is based on the current OTP thresholds for each of the regions served by AccessLink. For November, the 12-month average for AccessLink on-time performance was 89.3%, which increased by 4.7% year-over-year. For December, the 12-month average for AccessLink OTP was also 89.3%, which decreased by 1.6 percentage points year-over-year, but exceeded our statewide goal of 87.6%. Access link trip count was 136,053 for November, a year-over-year -year increase of 11,341. Trip count for December was 128,552, a year-over-year -year increase of 9,590. The total number of cases for November 2019 was 239, a year-over-year -year decrease of 142, and the total number of cases for December 2019 was 245, a year-over-year -year decrease of 83. November cases were split 23% for the NJT Operations Center and 77% for the regions, and December cases were split 30% for the NJT Operations Center and 70% for the regions. The top three customer concerns were service delays, scheduled service, and NJT employee performance in November, and service delays, provider employee performance, and NJT employee performance in December. 
Service delay inquiries for no November 2019 decreased by 86 year-over-year, year, and December 2019 service delay inquiries decreased by 46 year-over-year. Year. The majority of November service delay complaints were reported in Region 5, Essex, Morris, and Somerset, and Region 2, Burlington, Camden, Salem, and Gloucester, and the majority of December service delay complaints were reported in Region 5 and in Region 6, Bergen, Passaic, and Hudson. Service delay complaints are being addressed in several ways. Software upgrades, addition of runs during peak hours in Regions 4 and 5, and improved service control training in the dispatch offices in each region. In addition, 49 new drivers have been added statewide in the past 12 months, and providers continue to increase operator hiring efforts. 111 driver training classes were held in 2019, and that represents a 32% increase over 2018. 360 ambassadors assisted customers at 21 events in November and December. Events included the American Dream opening, Bloomfield Avenue Bridge Replacement Project, football regular season games, customer satisfaction survey card distribution, Thanksgiving holiday travel, and New Year's Eve holiday travel. For our transit information centers, average speed of answer for phone calls in both November and December was four seconds, exceeding our goal of five seconds. We answered 99% of calls in November and December, meeting our goal of 99%. Customer experience videos highlighting winter safety, a day in the life of a conductor, and new locomotive engineers are reaching a growing number of customers and help them see what it takes to run a transit operation of our size and scale. For example, a day in the life of a Northeast Corridor conductor video has been viewed over 23,000 times. Our snow prep video has been viewed over 13,000 times. And an interview with a new locomotive engineer was viewed over 14,200 times. I also focused on board customer engagement on the North Light Rail, Morris and Essex lines, and supplemental bus service in South Orange and Maplewood. On social media, we're strengthening our engagement with customer comments and inquiries about service to close the loop, show how we're working with staff to address maintenance issues, share context and explanations on the things customers see on the system, like arcing caused by ice buildup on overhead wires, and to highlight the important work of crews who keep the system running 24-7. This builds confidence in our responsiveness and follow-through when customers bring observations to our attention. In November and December, our social media content was seen over 10.5 million times, which generated nearly 230,000 engagements and over 42,800 link clicks to information on our website. On average, a 1-2% to engagement rate is considered very good for social media, and we are regularly seeing content deliver engagement rates in the 3-5% to range. Our tweet on winter weather prep before the December 17th ice storm reached a 17.7% engagement rate, which is impressively high. We received over 600 commendations in November and December 19, 2019 across bus, rail, light rail, and access link. A bus customer contacted us to say, I've not been taking the bus that long, but my driver noticed that I was at the bus stop, Washington Street and Raymond Boulevard in Newark, texting and distracted and did not see the bus go by. He stopped, got out, and called back to me and waited as I ran to the bus. Wow, talk about customer service. I felt like a valued New Jersey Transit customer and that someone actually cared about me and my welfare. I love taking the bus and I found most of New Jersey Transit employees to be very pleasant and capable. Even though I could just as easily drive to work, I recently started and will continue to take New Jersey Transit because it is efficient, easy, and helpful to the environment. But I'm amazed by employees like this driver who went out of his way for me. Thanks, New Jersey Transit. A rail customer contacted us to say, thanks to the conductor who handles the quiet car on train 6606 this morning on the M&E. He found my phone yesterday, gave it to Lost and Found, told me this morning, and it's back with me. Thank you. 
An Access Link customer contacted us to say, I would like to wish all of the drivers and the behind-the-scenes Access Link workers the best of the holidays and a happy new year. I always enjoy my rides on Access Link, and the drivers are always courteous and respectful. And I'm especially impressed at how knowledgeable they are about the different areas of the city and their ability to maneuver through and around different neighborhoods to get passengers where they're going. Keep up the good work, guys. And a visitor from overseas wrote in to say, Hello, I'm here on holiday from England and went to the Giants game last night. My hotel got the bus information wrong, and by the time the game was done, I'd missed the last bus. Luckily for me, one of your supervisors, Mike Zaccaro, was there, and he literally went the extra mile by giving me a lift in his New Jersey Transit vehicle to a night bus stop near the Lincoln Tunnel. He even waited with me for 20 minutes, so I wasn't left there on my own. I got the bus back to the Port Authority bus terminal and was back in my hotel by 1.20. Mike really made the effort to get me home safely, and he's a tribute to all the good work New Jersey Transit is trying to do. On December 11th, Governor Phil Murphy and New Jersey Transit President and CEO Kevin Corbett recognized nine locomotive engineer students who've completed their classroom training. And on January 21st, Governor Murphy and President and CEO Corbett were joined by New Jersey DOT Commissioner and NJ Transit Board Chair Diane Gutierrez-Scacchetti to recognize eight more locomotive engineer students who have completed their formal classroom training. On December 13th, Senator Robert Menendez, Representative Mikey Sherrill, and New Jersey Transit President and CEO Kevin Corbett announced a $17 million federal grant to purchase additional articulated buses beyond the 85 already on order, which will bring our new fleet to over 100. We will use these added vehicles to augment capacity in busy corridors in Hudson and Bergen counties. New Jersey Transit has received a prototype Tier 4 diesel engine, the first of more than 20 that will replace existing engines on the Riverline fleet. These new engines will meet current federal emission standards, increase fuel efficiency, and provide modernized control and diagnostic features that increase service reliability and reduce our maintenance costs. And the new engines will be installed at the Riverline Vehicle Base Facility in Camden. On December 7th, a Riverline train was converted into a Polar Express for a festive 90-minute ride through Camden and Burlington counties. The ride was organized by Ronald McDonald House of Southern New Jersey as a welcome respite for families with children undergoing medical treatments. The train's conductor, our own Ken Miller, and other New Jersey Transit volunteers handed out golden tickets and punched each one for the children. Children were also treated to Happy Meals, courtesy of McDonald's, while adults received Manhattan Bagel boxed lunches. The children were also given gift bags containing copies of the Polar Express book and items from event sponsors, including water bottles, miniature toy cars, and personalized honorary operator badges. New Jersey Transit Police escorted the families to the train station prior to the Polar Express departure and accompanied riders for the duration of the event. Ken Miller noted that New Jersey Transit also operated a Santa train for children in North Jersey and was happy to have the opportunity to do something similar in South Jersey in collaboration with Ronald McDonald House. AccessLink hosted two customer forums in November and an additional two forums held in December to accommodate customers in the northern service area. AccessLink staff was well represented and were able to provide real-time solutions and one-on-one -on -one attention to every customer that posed a question. New Jersey Transit Bus Operations is very proud to have transported a contingent of New Jersey State Police officers to Newark Airport for deployment by Governor Murphy to assist Puerto Rico after the recent devastating earthquakes. The restrooms at Walter Rand Transportation Center were recently gut renovated and rebuilt with new highly durable fixtures and finishes by our in-house DIN, that's Do It Now, crew, to enhance the station experience for South Jersey bus and Riverline customers. On the new NJTransit.com, we launched refreshed, responsive pages for Nork Liberty International Airport Service, deals and discounts, 
and family super saver fairs. And finally, on Sunday, December 8th, rail operations and customer service staff work together to assist 30 puppies and their handlers from the Eyes of Hope Seeing Eye Puppy Project, Essex County. This trip helps familiarize future seeing eye dogs with public transit as part of their training to assist people with visual impairments. And that's the Operations and Customer Service Report for January 2020. Thanks for listening, and I'll see you on board.